0: What is going on, everybody? I know this is a little different from everybody, but it is your boy. It's Daria of the Spotlight Sports Talk. And y'all know we have King in the building, as usual, one of my spotlights,
1: part of my Spotlight Sports Talk team. What
0: is going on, Key?
1: Uh, I'm chilling. I'm here. I'm here. I'm always in the building. Y'all know that.
0: Right, right. But without further ado, we finally got my man back on the Spotlight Sports Talk channel. It's been long overdue, but we finally got it done. We finally got it here. No other than Mr. Sebi of Sebi Podcast. What is going on, my brother?
2: It's a pleasure to be back. Pleasure to be back, Darren. I'm Philly's finest. I already know how you guys rock. So a pleasure to be back on the show.
0: Um, yeah, man, it's it's happy to have you back, man. Last time we did it, we talked a little bit of basketball, a little bit of football. We did a little bit of mostly everything last time we was on the show. So it was definitely, you know, a good, a good showing at that time. But we are here, we are back, and we're here to talk about college football, baby. College football, the college football playoff is going down this weekend. But we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. No, we're not going to do this anymore. We ain't going to get that no injury. We're going to get down to the nitty-gritty. Number four, Oklahoma. Going against the number one team in the land, LSU. Now, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to put whoever's talking, put their mics on mute, Mm -hmm. Uh, whoever's not talking. So we're just going to do that. And whoever wants to take the floor with this game, y'all let me know. I'm ready for it.
1: Alright, so Oklahoma versus LSU. This game should be interesting. Uh, both teams are both, you know, gunslingers. Uh, they definitely could put points on the board. Uh, they have okay uh, defense both rank both sides, and the offense is very explosive. Now for Oklahoma, you do got, you know, Jalen Hurts. Not, uh, not Jalen. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Uh, he did, you know, transfer from Alabama, which I think probably was the best thing for him. Um, you know, to get the system going, it looks like, you know, he's running, he's throwing, he's the real package. But overall, I still think LSU is going to win this game just because of Joe Burrows, man. Uh, Joe Burrows is a stud, and he's going to be a stud in NFL. And, you know, he got that defense behind him, and he has uh, the good running game. Uh, he has the receivers. Uh, LSU is just a total package all around. So I'm going to pick Oklahoma in this game. I'm not Oklahoma. I'm going to pick LSU in this game.
0: Mm, okay, okay. Sebi, you want to take the floor with this one, man? I know you got your your stats. I know your analysis is really, really great. So I make sure I have myself
2: prepared for this one. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, um, obviously, yeah. We talk about number four Oklahoma versus number one LSU. Um, when you look on paper, first one of 50 wins, right? I and mean, it should be a shootout in Atlanta. Um, these two teams are a little mirror of each other. A lot of prospects, um, first-round pick talents all across the board. Um, you got Jalen Hurts on one side, Joe Burrow, what a guy, 48 TDs to six picks. Um, so what a story, a redemption season for him. But I, I agree. I, I think LSU is going to win this game. I do think it's going to be closer to what people expect because this Oklahoma team can put up numbers. They've got weapons, CD Lamb, um, Sermon off the backfield um cd lamb their receiver should be like a top eight pick in the nfl draft next season and jalen hurts he just has a way to make plays with his feet and he's been in big games before he's 26 and two with his record in alabama and all he did this season is only lose one game so um but then again I i just think lsu is just too much the continuity between joe brady and joe burrow what they did this year i think the running game with uh Clyde Edwards Hilaire you got Justin Jefferson Jamar Chase on the outside I think it's just going to be too much the difference in this game could be which defense gets uh, can you know generate the m- most turnovers and um I would take LSU's defense just a tick ahead of Oklahoma they don't really play anybody in the Big 12 so uh give me LSU in a, in a shootout in Atlanta
0: Oh, man. So th- it comes down to me. This is what makes me undecided on who I want to pick. Because I, I, I know you said, Sebi, that you would pick LSU's defense over Oklahoma's defense. But this is a stat that I found out about LSU's defense. LSU ranks 111th in rushing yards allowed to QBs, not including sacks. That is a right. big stat for me, knowing that they allow old Miss to run for two hundred and eighteen yards, uh, when they LSU played them, and the quarterback had almost a hundred yards rushing as a quarterback against this defense, knowing that Jalen Hurts is—he don't get me wrong—the the guy can throw the football, but his legs really do it for them. And that's not only concern with LSU, with when it comes to running quarterbacks, they don't defend well against running quarterbacks. Um, Joe Burrow is not really a mobile quarterback, but he can get out the pocket, he can um throw efficiently, knowing that his quarterback's coach used to be the quarterback coach for the New Orleans Saints, which Drew Brees is there, and we all know what Drew Brees could do, you know, in the NFL. But I do want to get into the key wins of Oklahoma and LSU. Oklahoma they beat number 11 Texas 34 27, they beat number 13 Baylor. 34-31 Oklahoma State was ranked 21st at the time 34 to 16 and they beat Baylor again 30 to 23 in overtime and that was the conference championship. Now with LSU they module at as same as head to head they Oklahoma and LSU beat Texas. The LSU beat them 45 to 38. Then LSU beats number 7 Florida 42 to 28. Then you have number nine Auburn 23-20, which that was a great game. And they beat Alabama uh 46 to 41 and then beat Georgia and demolished Georgia in the um SEC conference game 37 to 10. So um with with that being said, I really like uh this is tough because even points per game, uh yards a game, rushing a game, it's like all the numbers are like mirror, all the numbers are like Really, yeah. there, so it's like really tough to really pick. But if I'm gonna give the slight edge, I'm gonna give the slight edge to LSU as well, knowing that their running game, um, as far as running backs go, is better than Oklahoma's. I really don't know the Oklahoma's running back that much. Um, yeah. but Jalen Hurts leads the team in rushing with 1,255 yards and 18 TDs as a rusher, so that's actually your running back as well. So I'm just gonna take, um I'm going to take LSU, but it's not going to be a walk in the park. And LSU definitely going to be in the national championship.
2: Yeah, I agree and and I would agree as well, and that's why I brought it up. Um the reason I took LSU is because they've been battle tested. No team in the in, in the nation can say they beat five top 10 teams. Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Auburn, and they beat Texas at Texas when they were 10th rank. So, LSU battle tested, they've got this explosive um you know, offense that they have, you best believe they're going to put up points. They can get three and outs, but they're going to put up points. And I think sometimes they say offense win games and defense win rings. Well, you have to win games to get there. And that's what they've done thus far. And their offense has kind of neutralized what they've done on the defensive side. Now, I know you're concerned on the offensive end. My, my, my retort to that would be they face two attack of the lower at the Alabama quarterback, who's also a running quarterback. Now, I know in the first half they really stymied him and and he really didn't do much. But in the second half he got hot throwing the football. But I would say uh, you have an SEC defense. You know They have guys and prospects on that defense that are going to be scouted and looked at in this game by potential NFL GMs. And I think I would take an SEC defense over a Big Ten defense any day. I think it comes down to that. Um, although I will say this Oklahoma can put up offense too. They, they've got Jalen Hurts, Lincoln, right? a great coach, but I just think big players make their name in big games. And I think Joe Burrow is that type of player. And I think he'll make a statement in Atlanta.
0: So what, what I feel about this matchup, I think the key matchup that I'm going to look at in this game is, um, I don't, I forgot his name, but I know he's a freshman corner. For LSU, that's going to be going up against Lamb, the wide receiver for, yep. um, Oklahoma. That's going to be a great matchup. His
2: name is Stanley. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, um, he so this this corner from LSU, he's a lockdown corner. He plays the he plays the ball very well as a as a freshman corner. But Lamb, he takes the top off the of defense. His yards after the catch, and and he's he's he has at least about five hundred and fifty yards. After the catch, that's third in the conference in the Big Twelve. So that is going to be a key matchup that I'm definitely going to look at in this game. That's that's how I see it.
2: Yeah, I, I would agree as well. Um, I watched a lot of his technique. He is a great uh, corner with with great ball hawking skills. I think his technique lacks, um, you know, a little bit of. Uh, you know, freshen up and, and, and just like in a way of his tactics is there was, there were games against Alabama and, and games, other top notch sec teams where he got beat in some of those games, maybe gambling on some plays on double plays. And with a guy like Ceedee lamb, who I've I said already could be a top eight pick in this upcoming draft. You can't gamble against this guy. This guy's too good. He is stronger than what you think yards after catch. And he's second in the nation. Think about yeah. that. So, that's going to be huge with that. So um, I think that matchup actually favors Oklahoma, um, given the fact that CeeDee Lamb's a junior and Stanley's a freshman. So I think that's where uh, that's that's probably a position where uh, Jalen Hurts and Lincoln Riley could probably expose that matchup right there on the outside. Yeah, that's
0: going to be interesting to watch. You have any uh, any other takes that you have on this game, Key, or do you have like your um your predictions for?
1: I mean, I can't but Dick, this score this game might be a shootout you know it might be back and forth back and forth but i just think overall lsu is gonna take that edge because that uh that game when they played against alabama was like was crazy sorry somebody phone in the background ringing um so um it's just i think it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be it's gonna be a game uh but joe burrows and that running game and that offense and the receiving court i think they're gonna get it done um I think it's going to be a shootout, honestly.
0: Now, what I see about with the running back from LSU, he's a complete back, man. Right. He is a complete back. He he don't mind blocking for his quarterback. He don't mind going out the backfield, catching a ball out the backfield. And he runs hard. And right. I I mean, I know in the draft, they might say he might be too high to be a first-round pick, but I could definitely see him being an early second-round pick because he fits the mold of an NFL running back, and that's what I do like because I'm a downhill runner myself when I did play. So I love the downhill style, but sometimes not just being downhill all the time, you got to, you know, you know, Learn how to catch the ball at the back, though, and block for your quarterback. So, um, running backs and, and blocking is really going to be the big thing for me. But I say this is going to be a high scoring game. I do have it as 50 to 45. LSU wins this game 50 to 45.
2: Yep. And, and going back to that matchup that I said, CD Lamb has the advantage over Stanley. I think in this game, LSU's running back, Clyde Edwards, has the advantage over any linebacker or any DB that. Oklahoma presents. And so they're going to be able to match him out wide, put him in space to see if they can match up with them. And I think that's where Joe Burrow can exploit him in screen passes, little hitch passes, quick slants. They're going to utilize Edward Zelair. I think when they played Alabama, he was the player of the game to me because what he did physically running the ball downhill between the tackles and also what they did matching him in space against a light. And so i definitely going to be able to have some advantages that he can exploit.
0: Okay. So we all have LSU. We all have LSU um, winning this game. Um, So let's just get down to the game that everybody wants to talk about. And this is the rematch of Clemson versus Ohio State. Um, This is a very interesting matchup for me because I feel like both of these teams, just my personal opinion, I think both of these teams have not played nobody in the regular season. That's just me. I know uh, Ohio State had a better, had a tougher schedule than Clemson, knowing Clemson is the defending national champions, but I feel like Wisconsin, they were good, but I didn't see them going into the playoff. Penn State was good. I didn't see them going into the playoff. Michigan was good, but I didn't see them going to the playoff either, so they was kind of good, but they wasn't at their best. They didn't play like the, the Florida's or the Auburn's or the, you know, those type of, those type of teams from the sec or a different team out of the conference, like a Baylor or a, um, a Iowa state or something like that. I have not seen Ohio state play anybody that was really capable of giving them a game. Same thing for Clipson as well. Um, Clipson, uh, was, was real. Clipson was, Clemson was good this year. Don't get me wrong. Trevor Lawrence is, is the guy, but I just feel like these two teams really haven't played or competed against any great dominant defenses this year. So what do y'all feel going into this Fiesta Bowl between these two, knowing that their schedules was pretty weak this year?
2: Well, I I guess I'll start off with this. Um, This is what the people want. This is what America want. You've got um, Dabo Swinney and this Clemson team hearing all the noise outside like we haven't played everybody with motivation. And I think Dabo Suni's telling them there's real people out there who actually think LSU and Ohio State are better than us as the reigning defending champions. And I think that fuel, that motivation, that's what Dabo Suni in that locker room is telling guys um, in that that Tigers locker room. And so I think they're going to use that in Glendale when they play in Arizona. Obviously, you know, I would agree with you. Ohio State hasn't really played everybody, but Ohio State, I'll tell you this, they have they put a beat down on everybody they played this year. Uh, They have the most double-digit margin wins this season. Uh, Their point differential is through the roof. I mean, they don't beat you, they annihilate you. And they have probably a top, maybe top two pick in Chase Young who can wreck havoc in a game at any given time. So they're for real. Um, And going up against this uh, Clemson team, but That's what the people want. I I actually went back and forth in this game. I think this is going to be the game that everybody's going to have ooze and ahs for. But at the end of the day, I've got Clemson winning this game by field goal. That's how close I think these two teams are. I get Dabo Swinney. um, I get the head coach advantage. I think Trevor Lawrence is just a little bit better than Justin Fields now. Um, Although, you you know, Chase Young is the difference maker to me because he's that defensive line guy that can just – change a game he has that Aaron Donald effect so keep keep an eye out for that but I just think Clemson with motivation Travis CTN I know they they don't play anybody in ACC but any guy that can run eight yards per carry come on now (laughs) like I know they don't play anybody but at the same time eight yards per carry should mean something you have Trevor Lawrence and they have those two stud receivers outside T Higgins, Justin Ross I think Clemson will show the nation why They've been the face of college football for the last four years and not Alabama, although they've heard everything what the outside people are saying. We haven't played everybody where you're going to play somebody. Ohio State's a quality team. It's going to come down to a field goal, I think, or a last possession ball game, and I think, um, you know, double Swinney's unit gets it done.
1: And I was going back and forth with this game,
2: and – I'm going,
1: going, get I'm going to be the one, you know me. Always have to go against everybody, all the time. Never fails. We picking in, we picking an NFL. Hello? I'm always going to get somebody. For some reason, I think Ohio State's going to pull this game out. Um, Hello? don't you know? I, 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 don't take nothing for granted with Clemson. Uh, you know, they did win the national championship last year. Trevor Lawrence is a excellent. Team. Um, even though I still think he like sunshine from remember the Titans. <laughs> um, but no, he, he, he's great. Uh, Clemson team overall is good. It's just for some reason, I think Ohio state's going to pull one out like towards the end, whether it's a touchdown or a field goal, yep. like the game's definitely not going to be a blowout. Hello. It's definitely going to be close. Um, Hello? so, um, chase young, he is a, he is a beast. He's leading the nation with 16, 16 and a half sacks. And then you have Justin Fields, who's a good QB. Overall, I still think Ohio State is going to pull this game out. It's going to be close. I'll say by a touchdown or a field goal.
0: Okay, so um, as of right now, for some reason, Sebi cannot hear you, so I'm letting them know um, that you did pick Ohio State to win this, to win this game. Um, what, do you have a score for that as well?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say 34, let's say 30, 34, 37, somewhere in the 30s, Mm -hmm. high 40s. So, it's gonna come down to like a field goal,
0: like a field goal. Okay, okay, so that's that's absolutely fine with me. Um, I was never, and and I'm gonna be honest with both of y'all, I was never a big fan of Ohio State this year. I feel like Justin Fields, um, understand that he transferred from Georgia. Knowing that Jake Fromm is there, but I think he knew going into that him going into Georgia, knowing that Jake Fromm was going to be the guy there. So, him going to Georgia, I think it was kind of a mistake. I understand that he's from the south, but I feel like he should have been at Ohio State instead of just going strictly to Georgia. Um, but I think he only reason I mean, uh, not no, he no, from not um, from Georgia to Ohio State, but you know, uh. At the end of the day, I, I'm not really a big fan of Justin Fields. Um, I mean, he is good. Don't get me wrong, but do I think he's better than um Trevor Lawrence? I don't think so. I think Trevor Lawrence. He reminds me of Sunshine from, you know, Remember the Titans. That's sweet That's he gives me that feel. But what uh, you want with
1: old Sunshine for? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right. 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 What you want with old Sunshine for? But this. This is. A, this is an interesting. Very interesting matchup. Knowing that um, I wasn't a big fan of Clemson this year, and I wasn't a big fan of Ohio State. Knowing that their conferences was kind of pretty weak to me, uh, but this game is going to come down who defensive gets this done. I understand Chase Young; um, he's he's dominant. He reminds me of a um, a young J.J. Watt. He reminds me of a young Von Miller coming off the edge, but he could play inside as well. So, but Chase Young is is he's a dominant defender but has he gone up against a dominant blocker that's just NFL quality just like him and I feel like the offensive line for Clemson doesn't get a lot of respect due to they have two running backs that can at least run for eight yards to carry but it's the ACC that we're talking about so right. for that offensive line that's going to be the test you got to see what Chase Young is going to set up at on that field, every time y'all come out the huddle, that's the first person that y'all have to look at. But on the back end of Ohio State, I can say about Ohio State's defense, I do love their defense. Their back end is really good. They have top two corners and safeties that could go in the top five right now, and and just dominate any NFL, dominate any NFL because they're NFL ready. But it's just something about Clemson. That is telling them, oh Clemson is going to get murdered by Ohio State and why Ohio State is going to be Clemson. I've been hearing a lot of Ohio State's going to win, um, but I'm going with Clemson here. I think Clemson has a lot. They have more to prove than what Ohio State has to prove. Ohio State think they got this in the bag, and that's just my personal opinion. I think they got this in the bag because who has Clemson played that was really dominant this year? Basically, nobody in the ACC. So I'm going to take the underdog in Clemson, and I'm going to take the defending champions just because of the experience. One, they have experience; they've been here before, and they've been in this playoff, and they know what is capable of going up against the Alabama in the last four or five years. So this is not this is not going to be a walk in the park for Clemson. It's going to be a tough task. But I'm going to go with Key here and go with the 37 to 34. Um, but I'm going to take it a little bit higher. I'm going to say 30, I'm going to say 40 to 37 Clemson. Cause I don't know what these, I understand that chase young is good. They got these great corners, but they, but on the offensive side for Clemson, they just have some good weapons over there as well. And Trevor Lawrence, he had, he just have a, just of a good arm is justice Phils. So yeah, I am definitely going to take Clemson in this game 40 to 37.
2: And, and this is interesting to me. And this is the reason why I took Clemson, all right? So let's go matchup per matchup. Would you take Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence? I'll take Lawrence. You have Ryan Day or Dabo Swinney. I'll I'll take the guy that's been in the national title game two of the last three years and have won two titles already. All right, so we go to running backs. I think those cancel out. J.K. Dobbins is as good as Travis Etienne. And then the outside receiving court. One team has T. Higgins and Justin Ross, and the others have second stringers as that and that are playing because these guys have been injured for Ohio State's uh, receiving court. And so at the end of the day, I I think the skill position players, I get the better coach. I think that I get the better quarterback. Here's another stat for you, uh, Darion. I know Trevor Lawrence had a lot of heat for throwing picks last year. Last eight games, 23 touchdowns, zero interceptions, entering this Ohio State game. That carries on. I like Clemson as well.
0: Mmm, you just... See, this is why... I Dang. was not. I was not. I was not. I was not ready for that, sevy I was not ready for that. That was a nice take. He, he put that on you. Woo, that was a oh, great God. take, man. That was a great take. Oh man, so I'm still going with Clemson. I I I don't care. I never. I I I'm. I, I don't know what it is about Justin Fields that I. I don't know if, if it's cockiness because I did watch him on um QB one on Netflix. So I just didn't like his demeanor sometimes when it came to Justin Fields, and then um, my problem with Justin Fields is that him is he is he really one hundred percent healthy? That's another thing too,
2: because that, that's another thing. But but I, I want you to keep an eye out on this too. Is as good as Dabo Swinney is as a coach, he knows how explosive he is with his legs. I think he's gonna be able to put a spy out there, make sure he keep Justin Fields inside the pocket, see how good he is as a thrower. I don't think he's a good. Volume thrower. And then on the opposite side, as great as just uh, Chase Young is, I think double Sweeney is going to get guys tight ends to chip him. Double team him. Even triple team him at times. They're not going to let as dominant as Chase Young is wreck the game for them. I think they're going to make sure they get the ball out quick to their skill position players. Key for a lot of screens in this game. Because the screens are going to slow down that pass rush. That's why I like Clemson in this game. Mm.
0: I think we're all going with Clipson besides King because this these four teams here. I, I knew this was going to happen with these four teams. Um, the only team that I really thought that wasn't going to get in with this college playoff was Oklahoma. But it found it kind of, kind of fell in, you know, fell in a lap too, with you know, Oregon losing and Baylor losing and a lot of teams losing to get that number four spot. So it really kind of fell in Oklahoma's lap being the number fourth pick, knowing that Georgia lost in the SEC title game. So, because honestly, it really could have been Georgia versus LSU in a rematch. That's, we we would we could have been seeing that again. But LSU, just when it comes to them, they are just like, 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 how do you feel about Ohio State? They just annihilate their people, like, like, understand that, it, that it, the games are close. But Joe Burrow always has a comeback for some reason. You think Joe Burrow is out of it, and y'all think that he's, oh, this game is done, and he comes down and throws a crazy strike. So it's these four quarterbacks, which I think they all was in the Heisman run, wasn't they? Sure
2: enough was. Right. uh, Three of them were. Uh, Joe Burrow was, uh, Chase Young was, and Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence didn't make it to New York. It was... um, it was uh uh Jalen Hurts that made it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jalen Hurts, you know, he you know, he's been in this playoff as well, so we just can't just count Oklahoma out. I mean, if LSU win his game, LSU win his game. If but will I see be surprised if Oklahoma win this game? Absolutely not. Jalen Hurts been here before, so he that's that's the difference between Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow has never been there, but he Joe Burrow has a redemption year. The guy has 4,715 yards, 48 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Like you can't, you can't beat it's just, it's just from where he did last year to now, it's just it's just unprecedented. It's just really awesome to see that he had a bounce back year. And same thing for Jalen Hurts as well. You gotta think about Jalen Hurts coming off the transfer from Alabama. Didn't know where he wanted to go after you know, you know, Tua took his spot. Um, from Alabama and I think it was a bounce back year for him as well. You know, he had 3,600 rec- uh, Passing yards. He had 1,200 rushing yards. He had 32 passing TDs with seven interceptions And he had 18 rushing touchdowns. So that's damn, damn near 50 touchdowns total for Jalen Hurts. So These quarterbacks these quarterbacks is really doing doing their thing. So um My next question for y'all is that who is the key factor? Like what is the key factor for all four teams if they want if these teams want to win in their matchups?
1: So also for each team, I'm gonna say, so for LSU, the key matchup would definitely, of course, it would have to be Joe Barrows. He's the leader on that team. Um, you know, he has the leadership. Uh you, you take you disrupt him and take him out, the game's over. If Oklahoma can pressure him and get to him, LSU' not winning this game. So, yeah. um, same thing with uh Jalen uh Jalen Hurts. Now, if you know LSU can find a way to to keep him mobile, because you know he do it with his feet, he do it all. Then you know it'll be a, a long game for Oklahoma. Um, same, it, I, I think, then the same thing with the defenses. Now, if Ohio State, now Clemson can eliminate Chase Daniels from from trying to get to him, then you know definitely Clemson win this game. Um, so everybody got the keys of who they players they need to watch out for. But definitely for LSU, is was definitely Joe Burrows. Um, so you got to, if you pressure him and contain him and, you know, get him from not making no plays, LSU is not winning this game.
0: So technically you're saying that um, mostly all the quarterbacks are taking, it should be the key to... Winning winning their games if they if it, it's going to come down to the quarterback at the end of the day When it comes down to like a last-minute drive is going to come down to the quarterbacks That's what you're actually saying right key. Yep Okay. All right, so my keys to uh, All four teams if they want to win is going to come down to what defense can get a stop in the fourth quarter um me personally um I feel like if 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 LSU's defense can get a stop uh, on Jalen Hurts in the fourth quarter, knowing that they struggle against mobile quarterbacks to actually run the football. If LSU can make that stop, the LSU would win this game. For Oklahoma, Oklahoma's defense has really not been that great the last couple of years. Offensively, they can always score points. But um, for them, they defense is going to have to win championship with Oklahoma want to win a national championship. That's just what it is. Oklahoma has been having Baker Mayfield and Colin Murray and now Jalen Hurst. And the only reason why Oklahoma has not gotten over the hump because of their defense is their defense is the reason why they never get over the hump. So if Oklahoma wants to win this game. They have to get, get them on some fourth down. They have to force LSU to punt. They have to force LSU to do some type of turnovers. Y'all got, Oklahoma got to come with some enthusiasm if they want to win this game. That's the defensive side. Um, for Ohio State, Ohio State know what they need to do and that's create turnovers and get interceptions. That's what Ohio State has been doing all year long. It's creating turnovers, getting to the quarterback and and, and um catching interceptions. So, and, and having Chase Young down there on the line, that's going to be a key factor. And, and, and the whole Clemson defense, I haven't really watched Clemson play this year but Clemson defense is going to have to show up and show out if you want to go up against a DK Dobbins where he's could have been in the Heisman running as a running back for what he did this year. So Clemson as a whole, um, I think it's going to have to come down to the defense who can get the stop in the fourth quarter when it matters.
2: For me, for that Oklahoma and, and LSU game, I, can, I think I'm great minds thinker alike. I think it also comes down to the defenses, which defense can uh, manufacture the most turnovers. But for me, it becomes on third downs. LSU, number one in the country in points. I mean, we all know what a juggernaut of an offense they are. But the thing that makes them special is because they're, they aren't they are beating you on third and longs. It's always third and manual, man, manageable, third and five, third and one, third and two. They're the best in the country in third down conversions. I think for Oklahoma to stay in this game they're gonna have to figure out a way they can get off the field on third downs because if you don't it's gonna be a long night so I think on defense for Oklahoma if they can win on third down and get Jalen Hurts in that offense on the field that's a win for the defense and then on the opposite side I think if LSU can continue to convert third downs at a high rate I think that's going to be key for them because we know Joe Burrow Clyde's uh you know Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, this team is just an offensive juggernaut. For the OU, OSU, Ohio State, and Clemson game, um, you know, strength means strength. You know, uh, Clemson has a great secondary. They lost a lot of guys in the front, but the strength of this team is their secondary and their linebackers. Along with Ohio State, Ohio State gets a lot of interceptions and gets after the quarterback because they get a lot of coverage sacks. Chase Young and others in that front always gets them. They get they create havoc up front, they get quarterbacks, um, Gimpy in, in the pocket, they throw er errant balls and they get a lot of interceptions with those great corners that they have. Well, with Clemson, they have great corners as well. And so I think it comes down to which secondary can hold up against great skill position players. I think that's going to be the uh, deciding factor for the game. So I'm gonna to have to work with defense as well.
0: Well, there you have it, guys. But um, I know we were talking about the college football playoff. Um, and I know there's a lot of key matchup games that's going on this weekend as well. Um, the one key matchup that I do want to talk about outside of the college play football playoff is two matchups that I want to talk about. Um, and we're gonna end it here. Uh we have uh Penn State versus Memphis um at 12 o'clock tomorrow. And I'm kind of interested to see the um was it Minnesota versus um who is Minnesota playing I know it was a gr- I know it was a good game Minnesota was playing somebody that was good um because I know Minnesota drink like eight like number 18 or something of that nature um I'm not too sure if anybody can look that up um I know it was a I know it's Memphis I mean Memphis and uh Penn State tomorrow at 12 but it's a I think it's Minnesota um let me see. Let me see if I can find this game real quick because that it, it was just right off the the uh the it was right off of the role of like I was, I was just talking about this earlier. No, how Minnesota okay, so I think yeah, Iowa
2: State, Notre uh, Oh no, they okay, play Auburn. The other game is they
0: yes. play Auburn. So
2: tomorrow is actually Notre Dame and Ohio and Iowa State that plays
0: okay, so Notre Dame and Iowa State that plays, but Minnesota does play um. Auburn, Auburn on Wednesday, so that's the interest interesting game, and then you have Florida versus Virginia on Monday night. So, um, day two, uh, top ranked twenty five teams. But, um, out of those games that we named, what game that you're actually interested in looking at outside of the playoff?
2: Um, to me, two of them stand out to me: uh, the Memphis one and the Penn State one. Uh, Memphis was granted by the NCAA. As the best non-power conference team to get a new year six bowl. You know, much like UCF the last couple of years, shout out to the Knights. I'm a proud alum there. Uh <laughs> nevertheless, uh so Memphis got awarded that from the same conference UCF came from. And uh, they've been dominant. Um what a story for them. They changed their program, new head coach, and uh, a one-loss Memphis got into there. So they get granted uh Penn State. So apparently the committees really like the Big 12, the Big Ten this year. They got three Big Ten teams in the top 10 as New Year's Six Bowls. Um, nevertheless, I think for that game is gonna be interesting to me because does Memphis have that same drive like UCF had to go up against a giant like a Big Ten team like Penn State and be able to hang with these guys and potentially pull off an upset? And so do they have that drive? Do they have that hunger? And on the opposite side, this Penn State take this Memphis team lightly? So I think that's a matchup to me that's a, I'm going to keep my eyes on. And then another one uh, that I have my eyes on is the granddaddy of them all, Oregon and Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. Mm. Justin Herbert has is probably going to be a top 10 pick as a quarterback. A lot of teams need quarterbacks. Carolina, the L.A. Chargers, uh, the Bears, and others. So that's a game where a lot of NFL scouts will travel to California and watch out. To see how good justin herbert is and it's not against any bummy team it's again a legit top 10 defense wisconsin was the best defensive front in the big 10 this year outside of ohio state so he's gonna get tested that's a huge game for them in front of national tv prime time 5 p.m eastern on new year's day so i've got my eyes on those two games for sure
0: um for me, I got a few games that's on that's that's interesting me, and it's the Big Ten versus the SEC, it's Minnesota versus um Auburn. This is gonna be a real interesting game, knowing Minnesota was undefeated majority of this year until they got um, I think they got knocked off by Penn State, correct? If I'm not mistaken, they got knocked off by Penn State, or Penn State knocked, or Minnesota knocked Penn State off, it was one or the other, but um. Right. But that's the game that I really want to see, knowing that Bo Nix um, is playing in a um, a good game uh, against a good Minnesota defense, a good Minnesota offense. Um, but, but my thing about Auburn, they're so up and down. I don't know which Auburn that I'm going to get. Um, so this, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup, and I think Michigan versus Alabama is going to be an interesting matchup, knowing you don't have no tour um, and knowing that Michigan – could have been in the top 4 if they would have played up to their potential. So, I think both teams are playing to get back on the right track for next year. And you just like you said, in in the Rose Bowl, that game is going to be interesting too just to see if um just to see a lot of NFL scouts come out and look at, you know, some some quarterbacks, some defensive players. And yeah, it's a lot of great college football games coming on after the new year. So, but my biggest one, I really want to be interested in is Auburn in Minnesota. I think that's, is, is kind of awkward in a way, but knowing that we don't see Minnesota play against a column, like a sec team, like an Auburn team. So I think that's going to be really interesting to watch. So, uh, key, what game that you're looking forward to outside of, uh, Penn state and Memphis.
1: That, that Oregon with the Wisconsin game is going to be crazy. Um, he took the he took the game right out my mouth. <laughs> um, I was looking at you know the schedule and seeing who's playing. Uh, definitely that uh, Wisconsin game is gonna be crazy. Uh, who else? Uh, the Michigan or uh, Alabama should be interesting because you know everybody's used to seeing Alabama in the playoffs and you know they got crushed in you know salty that you know they can't be beat. So they're going up against Michigan. Uh, you know don't take Michigan too lightly. You never know that could be an upset as well. Uh, but Alabama still you got some top players I love their running back I forget his name he is a crazy runner of course you got uh Gertie over there he's going he's definitely gonna be in the league um so we'll see but um I get no to us. I don't know Michigan might come out and pull that pull that game off
0: mm. that's an upset if you say if you're thinking that Michigan might might upset Alabama knowing the, the, all the wide receivers that coming out of Alabama this year in the draft, mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting if Michigan can really pull that off. Now, speaking of that game, if Michigan is able to pull this off, what does this say for Alabama? So I want y'all to take the floor on that one. Like, if Michigan end up winning this game, what would it be for Alabama? Would you still you think Alabama is going down downhill, or you still think they're still one of those top teams in um, college football?
1: I mean, I think they're still a top team in football. It's just it's not their year this year if they get knocked off. Um, you can't you can't go back to back to back every year. Somebody's going to be better, faster, uh, more schemed than you. Uh, Nick Saban is a heck of a coach. We all know this. Uh, you know he's won national championships before, but someone else has to take the reign. So Clemson beat them. So they're not indestructible like everybody thinks Alabama is. So. If it's an upset, if Michigan wins, that means Harbaugh coached his players up. Uh, Michigan wanted them more. They out to prove that they can, you know, still beat a, a Alabama, who's was at the top, and they fell. So um, that says a lot about a Michigan team if they do beat Alabama.
0: Uh, how you feel about? What, how would you feel about um, if Michigan was able to, you know, actually uh, knock off Alabama? Do you still think that would be an upset?
2: I can guarantee you guys <laughs> Alabama's not losing to, to Michigan. Now, obviously, I'm I'm blessed because they'll be right here in my backyard in Orlando. I'll be at that game uh, to see Michigan and Alabama here in Orlando, um, but I, I, I don't see it happening. I know that the team is going to come out and play very inspiring and emotional football for John Harbaugh for his team, for, for his, you know, Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, not John Harbaugh. He's with the Ravens uh, <laughs> for his team, but um, Nick Saban, his team didn't make the playoff. You can expect a pissed off Alabama team. They're going to have a lot of motivation, kind of like what he said with, uh, the skill position players, Judy, he's a top eight pick. Um, the guy is special. Um, they also got guys like Adrian Waddle, Devonte Smith. They might have the best receiving core in the country and the fastest one. So, um, I know two was hurt. Uh, he's probably not going to play in this game. He's going to try to get ready for the senior bowl and leading up to the, um, combine for the NFL, but Matt Jones, he showed me something. He showed me something in that Auburn game, although Auburn upset them the last game of the season. So um, I, I like, I, I like Alabama in this game. I think they're going to cover those seven points uh, there and um, you're going to get a motivated Nick Saban team. Now, if they were to lose this and Michigan were to win this, I think that we should start looking potentially at the end of an era. This might be the end of the Alabama dominance in college football if they were to lose this game. But um, I don't see it happening.
0: Well, there you have it, y'all. There you have it. That is our breakdown of the NFL college football predictions Um, and some games that some interesting games that's going to come on after the new year. Um, I do want to thank everybody for tuning in to this this roundtable talk of these predictions here. Um, Sebi, if you want to put your um, social media platforms out there, uh, let them know where they can follow you at and um, and subscribe to your channel.
2: Absolutely, this is the Sebi Podcast Radio Show. Wherever you're listening on air, online, Sebi Podcast, wherever you go, we're online every Tuesday and Wednesday, 630 Eastern, on um, excuse me, NSC WNSC Radio. Here locally, we also have our show that streams on Spotify and iTunes as well, if you can't catch us. And, of course, our YouTube show where we do our interview segments with our athletes on Sebi Podcast as well. We also have our social media platform, Sebi Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, you name it, we have it. And, um, yeah, there you go. Key in the building, put your social
0: medias out there where they can follow you at, King.
1: Uh, you know me. I'm always, I'm always gonna be in the building. I'm always gonna be around. Uh, you know, I do have the Snapchat. I am on YouTube. Don't use my YouTube page, but we, we getting. That's going to be something I'll probably work on uh, the next coming year. See what we can do with that. Um, you know, I am on Twitter. So you can always follow me. Again, I'm always in the building. You can always find me.
0: You can always find me. <laughs> yeah. The key in the, Everything should just be at key in the building as of right now. Everything should be at key in the building. Um, You know, for Spotlight Sports Talk, you know, on Instagram is at Spotlight Sports Talk. Um, YouTube, Spotlight Sports Talk. We have um, Twitter at Spotlight FB Talk. Um, and I'm actually opening up. That's why I wanted to do this audio podcast because it's going to be a Spotlight Sports Talk. Audio podcast that I'm gonna have on all uh, streaming platforms for you to download it and um and listen to actual our podcast. Um on Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube is all at semi podcast. Same thing for um gonna be spotlight sports talk for um Spotify, iTunes and YouTube, uh and Instagram. Only thing that's different is uh Twitter is spotlight fb talk there. But I do want to thank all y'all for tuning in and listening in to the show. It is a spotlight sports talk semi podcast. and key in the building. I do thank y'all for you know coming on last minute, knowing me and Semi Cop, me and Semi was trying to get this thing working. Uh, <laughs> this, this past week, knowing that I work eleven to eight Monday through Friday, so it's been it's been really tough trying to you know do these type of shows here. But I do thank y'all for tuning in. Comment, like, and subscribe to all our channels, man. It is the Spotlight Sports Talk Summit Podcast. Key in the Build It. We out of here, y'all. Peace.
1: Later.